Welcome, beautiful people, to my Poetically Saved journey, where I'll be sharing testimonies, truths, and teachings of God. I hope to encourage, inspire, and connect with you as we spend time with God. For those of you that are new listeners, I'm so glad that you chose to spend some time with a Poetically Saved family. I hope that you enjoy your time here and that you'll come back again. And, you know, again after that, and, you know, just just keep on coming back. You're more than welcome. And for my Poetically Saved family who have listened before, even if it was only one time before, I'm so glad that something, even if it was only one thing, made you come back to listen again. I'm so glad that you're here. So before I even get started, you already know, if you've been here before, that I pray first. And if you haven't been here before, I'm letting you know that I pray first. So however you pray with your eyes closed, hands, however you do it, we're going to pray real quick. So go ahead and get into that posture. So, dear Heavenly Father, thank you for this day. Thank you for everyone that is listening right now. You know their hearts. You know their circumstances and what they're going through right now, Father God. And I just pray that as you use me as a vessel to share your word and just share the truth of who you are with them father god that it touches their hearts that it sinks into their minds and uplifts their spirits father god and that it helps them with whatever they're dealing with lord jesus and i pray that you continue to just keep them and protect them father god and i thank you for them lord in your holy and precious name we pray amen so the verse for the day very much so has to do with what I have been going through these past um, few weeks, really. Um, For those of you that usually listen to my podcast, if you listen to all of them, um, I just realized that I haven't uh, been on here since June 13th. So it's been a little bit, a couple days over a month. In my mind, I thought it had only been like two or three weeks. But yeah, time flies. So... The week after June 13th, um, that following Sunday was my birthday. So that's why I didn't post um, because, yeah, it was my birthday. I turned 25. So thank you. Thank you. I can just I hear you guys saying like, oh, my gosh, girl, that's what's up. 25. Like we see you. I know. Thank you. I appreciate it. So, um, yeah, then after that, I kind of just been after that week, it was like I was spending time with my mom. You know, she came to spend time with me on my birthday, and then, you know, she spent some more time with me here at my house, not a house, I live in an apartment, but, you know, here in my home in Atlanta. Um, She came from Columbia, South Carolina, so, you know, I was spending time with her as well, and, you know, but I was also dealing with some other stuff as well, some stuff in my mental, some stuff in my spirit, some stuff, you know, within my heart that really just caused me to just, you know... I I knew that I should have been posting and I and I knew that you know that I that's what God was calling me to do. And God was calling me to do a lot of things over these past few weeks that I've neglected and that's really what I'm going to talk about. Um you know that over these few weeks I've just and, and I'm going to be honest with you I'm going to be completely hot like Transformation Church in Tulsa, Oklahoma. Like Pastor Todd, shout out to Pastor Todd, I always shout him out. I'm going to be hot like I always am, humble, open, and transparent. Um, 
I try to be as open and transparent as possible just because I know that somebody else that's listening right now or that will listen at some point is going through what I've what I'm currently going through um or you know in the future might go through this and so I'm just hoping that by me sharing what I've dealt with that it'll help to encourage them that it'll help them to you know understand like hey I'm not by myself and you know just get back to where they need to be whenever this does um happen to them because I mean I'm sure that it's happened to you or it's going to happen to you because life happens and you know as human beings we have emotions and we're not immune to you know the circumstances or things like that we go through and sometimes circumstances can just be too much and so yeah I just gave that little like snippet before I shared the verse of the day just to give y'all context if you're new I like to give context you know what I'm saying like I like for you to know where it's coming from I don't want to just you know give it to you and you just kind of like what this got to do with anything that's probably the teacher in me by the way I'm I'm a high school teacher um an English teacher at that so you know I like to give context so please excuse me and forgive me but um the verse of today uh, comes from Isaiah 40 and it's verses 27 through 31 and I'm reading from the NIV version it says why do you say O Jacob and complain O Israel my way is hidden from the Lord my cause is disregarded by my God do you not know have you not heard the Lord is the everlasting God the creator of the ends of the earth he will not grow tired or weary and his understanding no one can fathom he gives strength to the weary and increases the power of the weak even youths grow tired and weary and young men stumble and fall but those who hope in the Lord will renew their strength They will soar on wings like eagles. They will run and not grow weary. They will walk and not be faint. Now, I'm sure that a lot of you um, have probably heard the, you know, the scripture Isaiah 40, 31, you know, you will soar on wings like eagles. You will run and not grow weary. You will walk and not be faint. And I've heard that scripture many a times. And, you know, that scripture, you know, just Isaiah 40, 31 by itself has helped me tremendously. But, you know, um, I'm currently reading Isaiah I'm reading the Bible in order, according to my Bible study that I purchased from Zach Wendell. If you don't have it, you should probably go check it out because it really is helpful. So I'm reading Isaiah currently, and just last night I actually read the scripture, and it just hit different. It hit different because, like, I I don't know, I just, like, you know, when it comes to the Bible, the Bible is amazing. Like, you can read it a thousand times. And you can never say like, oh, okay, I read it enough. I don't need nothing else from it. I know all I need to know about the Bible because you can never know all you need to know. Like, you know, in one season when you read a scripture, you might just read it and just understand what it means. And you'd be like, okay, God, like that was really good. And then in the next season, you might read that and it might really just like speak to your soul, like speak to your spirit and really encourage you and really be that scripture that keeps you going. Like, and it's God's word is just so amazing like God's word is alive and well for a reason so when I read that I was just like it's just like the words popped out at me like it was just like I really felt as if like God was like saying this to me like 
Come on now. Like, do you not know? Like, have you not heard? Like, I'm the everlasting God, the creator of the ends of the earth. Like, I will not grow tired or weary. My understanding no one can fathom. Um, and I give strength to the weary and increase the power of the weak. I've been feeling so weary and so weak. And the part that out of all of this that really like just kind of like reassured me with, okay, you know, how you're feeling is normal. Of course, like how you're feeling is it's okay, but you just can't stay in this feeling where it says in verse 30, even youths grow tired and weary and young men stumble and fall. I'm only 25, but if, if you knew my my whole journey from you know from even childhood up until now but really over these past i'll say like how many years i'd probably say over these past like three years especially a lot has happened to me like a lot i've been through some really difficult seasons in my life and so you know i'm in this new place like you know i'm i have this new job like I was expecting for for things to be better. I was expecting for things to look better. Um, and so, you know, because my circumstances weren't different in my mind, um, or well, not even in my mind, in, in reality, my circumstances, they were different but not quite different. You know, um, I waited for six months on God um, you know, because he, he called me to, to a waiting season, to just wait on him, um, because he was going to send me from where I was living last year, where, um, my home, Columbia, South Carolina, and he was going to send me here to Atlanta, Georgia. Um, and, you know, he, he called me to just wait. He called me to just be still. That was my, you know, Trust in God with all your heart and lean not on your own understanding and all your ways acknowledge him and he shall direct your paths. That was that season for me. And God poured a whole lot into me and God built my faith in a way that I could have never imagined, that, a faith that I could have never gotten if I didn't have to wait. And I waited and I waited and I waited. And, you know, I waited patiently and I waited well. You know, of course I had my days where I was frustrated, but I waited well. So in my mind, I was like, okay, so after I get here, you know, got it, like, just going to blow my mind, like, you know, and, and my very good friend, who's also, um, who I consider to be a mentor, she's also a prophet, you know, she was just, throughout my waiting season, God was just speaking to her all the things that he was going to do, you know, through me and for me after I got to Atlanta, like, you know, just all the amazing things. And so I was, in my mind, I was like, oh my gosh, God, I've been waiting all these months, and I'm finally here in Atlanta. I'm finding I'm finally I got this school that she wanted me to be at, you know. And I really love working here. And even though this pandemic happened and you know school's closed down, like I still, you know, enjoy my job. I still love my students. I still love what I do. You know, I'm in this beautiful apartment, you know, I'm it's just all of these great things are happening, but the one thing that really that I'm still like I I'll say struggling in and again, I'm going to be transparent are my finances. You know, um, growing up, I was raised by a single mother. My father was not around. Um, I 
did not have any type of close relationship with my father. Barely, it was barely anything at all, to be honest. Um, you know, I would get like phone calls and I would get birthday cards and things like that. But since, um, but I, I hadn't seen him since I was like from the age of four to I think about, I think I saw him again when I was like, what, 21. I hadn't actually physically seen him in person. So, and you know, he, he didn't help out my mother at all. And you know, my mom struggled my whole life. My mom, God bless her. She's the most amazing person I know. She's so selfish, self, excuse me, selfless. She sacrificed so much for me. She continues to do so now. And, you know, I just, I watched her struggle financially to raise me. And, you know, that's what really, like, ignited the fire even more in me to just be ambitious and to work hard and to be able to get into a place where I'm financially stable, get into a place where not only I'm prospering my finances but I could do the same for my mother and you know that's that's what pushed me to work so hard in college and and to even want to go to college and even from a young age like a a small child I knew college was the goal like that was never forced onto me I just knew like college is where I'm gonna go and especially being a teacher I couldn't have ended up being a teacher without college so you know that was God's plan for me and I just I've always worked hard every job I've ever had I've worked hard I've you know I've done all I can to help my mom out you know that's what would really motivates me a lot as well is just to be able to like help my mother in every way that I can. And so with me moving here, you know, it's, it's fantastic. And, and, you know, God has kept me in this place. God has, you know, blessed me with provision every single month, but it has been um, difficult like financially. Cause it's like, I, it's, it's like, I went from my waiting season of, you know, where God told me to be still and to not work. And so I didn't have a job from, August and then I got hired in December um, but I didn't actually start until February so for all of those months from August all the way up to January I had no income of any kind and you might be like girl that's crazy but again God told me to be still and to wait and, and to not get a job to just be still in him and to spend time with him because for the all of college up until that point I was always going I had college and I had work and so I was always either busy with school or with work or with both you know I was always going 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 I never had a time to just be to just you know not have to feel like I'm rushing constantly rushing someplace or constantly having to do anything other than spending time with God and I know that God did that intentionally so that I would completely be still and not have any other obligations besides him so that my faith could grow in the way that it did so when I got here, I was just like, okay, I'm so blessed to be here, but my finances were not, um, you know, it, it, it wasn't as much as I would have hoped it would have been because, you know, I started at the end of the school year. So of course I'm not going to get a full year salary. I just got a salary for, you know, February and, you know, the district I work at, I work at, thankfully they pay you like year round. So, you know, my salary, like isn't even uh, close to what it would normally be if it was an entire year. But I was like, all right, God, like, it's temporary. Like, I know, like, that you have so much more in store for me. Like, I'm here in this place. I'm here in this apartment that you called me to be in. Like, you show me this apartment. This is where I'm supposed to be. This is school I'm supposed to be in. Like, I'm strong in my faith. Like, I'm good. Like, I'm really good. And it's just like, it's still, it's like, I went from... Not having a job at all, not having zero income, and you know, 
struggling still like to pay bills to me having this job and still struggling to pay bills there's the difference is that I have a job now but it's like I'm still and it's like you know I was trying to just like stay encouraged and I was trying to just like you know keep my faith strong I was like okay God I was like you know and I was just constantly trying to just reflect on the season I had just endured on my waiting season where God provided for me where nothing was taken from me literally nothing for me to be out of work so long the fact that I even still have my car is such a blessing like like that that's how I know that that was God you know God didn't allow anything to be taken from me and so I, I tried so hard to keep that as my focus you know just focus on that focus on that focus on that and it's just like I was doing pretty well but it's like June came and it's I don't know like what it was but it's like it hit me like a ton of bricks and I was still trying to just keep on going keep on going but it felt like I had been walking through the desert and the water supply I had had officially run out like I didn't have any any water left and that's genuinely how I felt like I felt like you know when I first got here of course it was kind of like difficult for me because some of my anxiety and things like that like that tried to come back up but you know I trusted in God I trusted in God I persevered and you and you know God of course showed up as usual and I just kept on going I just kept on going I just kept on being like you know just look at, at all that God has blessed you with. Like, look at all that you have. Look at how amazing God is. Like, just, you know, trying to focus on all that God is and not what's happening around me. And remembering that, you know, just because things aren't changing here on earth doesn't mean that God's not working in the spiritual realm. You know, our naked eye can only see earthly things. But there's so much stuff happening in the spiritual. So many different things that are intertwined in the spiritual realm that we don't even know about. Like, one thing that, one story that always sticks out to me in the Bible um, is from Daniel. I believe, is it from, I'm trying to, I really believe it's from Daniel. Yes, it's from Daniel. And I want to make sure I'm getting this right. Because I haven't read this in a couple of months. But basically, um, you know, Daniel was... Oh my gosh, is it from Daniel? Y'all, I feel so bad right now because I feel like that's right. But then I also feel like maybe I'm thinking about somebody else. Sometimes I mix people up. So, don't judge me. You know, I'm not even going to say it was Daniel because I'm not even 100%. I'm like, I'm not 100% sure. It's really, I'm drawing a blank right now. So, forgive me. I'll just say um, a prophet. One of God's prophets. Um... You know, God, uh, or God called him to to fast, and you know, like to fast and to pray. And so he was fasting. He was praying. He fasted and he prayed for twenty one days. Actually, yeah, it, I'm right. It is Daniel because the Daniel fast is twenty one days. <laughs> Thanks, Holy Spirit. Anyways, so the Daniel fast. Um, yeah. So Daniel was fasting for twenty one days, um, and praying, and finally. Um, after the 21 days, an, an angel of the Lord came to him and, you know, basically told him like, listen, like I, like God heard your prayer. 
when you like on the first day like that you prayed it god heard it and so he sent me to you know come and answer that prayer but um i was in battle with i believe it's the prince of persia please don't quote me on this y'all i am not a bible expert but i just love the lord i'm still learning but i believe it was the prince of persia he was like i was in battle with the with the um either prince or king of persia and so that's what took me so long to get here like you know god heard you and it's not that he was trying to like delay but it's like you know he sent me to answer it and i had to fight this battle like i it took me a little minute because you know i was fighting this battle and that all happened in the spiritual realm and so i remember when i first read that story like maybe a few years ago i really didn't click in my head but when i read it again a few months ago i was like wow like that's amazing like you know because sometimes we feel like, oh, I'm praying, I'm praying, I'm praying. And then nothing is changing here on earth. Like nothing is happening. And we just feel like, okay, well, God is not listening or God doesn't care. Or, or you know, if it's not happening right now when I want it to happen, then it's not going to happen. So sometimes it's not happening right now because God doesn't want it to happen right now. He He wants it to happen on his perfect timing. Sometimes, you know, there are things in the spiritual that might be holding back, you know, the answer to your prayers. Like there there are things going on that you don't know about. You know, there are a number of things that could be the reason as to why your prayer hasn't been answered. But, you know, I say all that to say that in my time of just like praying and being like, okay, God, I don't see anything. I tried to just reflect on that story. I tried to reflect on the fact that, okay, I'm not seeing anything right now. But for all I know, you've already sent the answer. But, you know... In the spiritual realm, there's some stuff going on. And for all I know, you haven't sent the answer yet. But when you do, it's going to be your perfect timing. It's going to be exactly when I need it and the exact moment I need it. Or you haven't sent it because you don't want this for me. You have something greater for me. You know, if God ever tells you no, it's not because he's withholding something good from you. It's because he wants you to wait for something great. A lot of the times, like when we pray and pray and pray, we ask God or even beg God for things that we think we need or that we really just want. And when God tells us no, like, no, you can't have it. We act like children and, you know, want to have tantrums and, and, and want to, you know, wave our fist at God and be upset and be angry with him. Like, oh, God, you don't care about me. But then he reveals to us the great thing that he had waiting for us. And it's like we so often want to settle for just good that God is like, if you would just wait, you would just be patient and just wait on me. Just look to me and just wait on me. I have so much more in store for you. Like you're you're settling and you just you want to just achieve good and I want to give you great. Like God's word says that He wants to bless us exceeding and abundantly. Above all that we can think or imagine. Like the thing like imagine the thing that you really want so bad. Imagine like the thing that is just such a strong desire within your heart. God wants even greater for you. Like, what you want, I'm sure, is, is pretty good. I'm, I'm sure it's, it's pretty dope. But God is like, that's cute, but I got even more in store for you. Like, that's cute, but I want even more for you. And so I'm trying to focus on that. I'm trying to just be like, oh, okay, God, like, your timing. Like, you know, I just went through this season of waiting. I, of all people, of all people, I'm like, you built my faith in a way that I just never thought it would ever, like, I just never thought it would get so strong so quickly. So I'm like, of all people, I should be the one that's like, stay encouraged. Like, you know, God got you. God, you done seen God do all kind of things. But my emotions just got too, 
too heavy. My heart got too heavy. And, you know, I just became exhausted. I was weary and I was just heavy burden. You know, like the beginning of June, like, you know, I kept it going. You know, I was trying like my hardest. But then the spirit of loneliness crept in. And, you know, being away from home, not being anywhere near my mother or any of my family. I only have one friend here. That spirit of loneliness crept in. And it's, it's already bad enough that we're in this pandemic and that, you know, for, you know, basically all of March and all of April, we were quarantined in the house. So I'm there in, in my house by myself. Thankfully, like, my mom stayed with me for about two weeks at the beginning of March after I moved in all my stuff. But f- after that point, like, nobody, like, I was in the house from mid, mid-March up until, yeah, up until June when, yeah, up until the week of my birthday, I was just at home by myself and for the most part I was just trying to just make the most of it and not focus on it but you know God made us made human beings to be in community with each other so when you're by yourself day in and day out it can drive you crazy and so I'm already feeling all of these emotions and then the spirit of loneliness creeps in and that's just like the straw that broke the camel's back and I'm just like God I'm tired like I'm so tired And so when you get like that, sometimes it can cause you to get up track. Even though that's the last thing that you need to do, it can cause you to get up track. And that's what happened to me. And I got up track and it's it's like a catch 22 because it's like, you know, I got off track and I was just so tired and, you know, mentally, you know, um, spiritually, emotionally, I was just exhausted. Like I was just over it. And And I was kind of frustrated with God as well. And it's like, it made me not want to spend time in his word. Like, it made me, like, like the more I felt like this, the more I pushed away, you know, spending time with him, reading my word, you know, um, praying in the way that, that um, I usually pray. Like, I kept on praying, but it just, it wasn't in the way that I usually pray. Like, I'm, I'm the person where, like, I'll... I'll pray to God all the time because prayer is just a conversation because I'll talk to God all day every day I don't even care me and God are homies he's he's my best friend and I even got to a point where it's just kind of like I stopped like talking to God as much and it's like like the Holy Spirit was like um hello you need to be reading your word you need to be you know praying like this this is a time like when you're feeling like this when you need to be you know even more in the word of God, like even like spending even more time with God. And I was just like, okay, you're absolutely right. But I let my emotions and I let everything that I, my circumstances, things that I was seeing or the lack thereof, I let that really get me off track to where I was just like, I was still reading and I was still doing all that stuff. But it's like this, these past few weeks or excuse me, these past couple of weeks in July is when it really got, like worse to where I was just like I was spending all of my time just binge watching tv shows and movies and you know spending all of my time like either doing that or I'm sleeping like I would I would sleep in I would go to bed late probably I don't even know like between one to sometimes 
4 o'clock, 5 o'clock in the morning. And that's just for me binge-watching TV shows. Like, I'm on Netflix, I'm on Hulu, just going in. Then I'd sleep, you know, I wouldn't say late, but I'd probably sleep till like, at the latest, like, 11, maybe 12 sometimes. But, you know, I would just, I would sleep in, and then I would just get up, and I would be, I would just do, like, the same thing. Like, I would just be binging on TV shows, like, and, and that's what I, that, that was my distraction. You know, I'm thankful for, um, for how the Holy Spirit uses people because Pastor Todd's sermon these past two weeks had been about, you know, how we're attracted to things sometimes that we don't need. And, you know, like in his sermon, it related to me in the fact that I was attracted to things that I didn't need in the sense of I was too attracted to, to sleep and like binging these shows and you know, doing these things where it's like, it's distracted me from doing what God has called me to do. It distracted me from doing this podcast, which I know God called me to do. And the fact that it's been a month since I've actually done it, like, that that really, like, it, it, it hit me, but it didn't hit me hard enough because I heard that sermon two weeks ago. And I was really like, wow, like, like that, that applies to me. Like, I really, like, I'm, I'm letting my emotions as well. My emotions was, was, has been my number one um distraction and I guess in a sense I am attracted to it um not because I want to feel tired or I want to feel anxious or you know anything like that but because I'm human and I'm feeling these things and instead of me you know looking to God I just keep on focusing on my feelings and I'm attracted to just focusing on my feelings and that like became the biggest distraction for me these past few weeks and I was just like, okay, God, like, I hear you. And I started to, like, you know, I started to try more, like, that following week. I started to, like, you know, read some more, like, getting back into reading my devotionals and things like that. But it was, it still wasn't in the way that I normally would because I was just reading to read. Like, I'm reading the words or whatever. I'm not taking it in. I'm not absorbing it like a sponge. Just, like, as soon as I finished reading it, and I walked away from it. It was kind of like, I might be able to tell you what I just read. Um, I, I could probably, like, briefly kind of tell you what I just read. But but that's not how it should be when you're reading the Bible. When you're reading devotionals, you should know and be able to recall what you just read to anybody that asks you. Because if you're truly ingesting it, it's going to be in your mind, in your heart, in your spirit. So you can recall it whenever it comes back up. And so just last week, he also was talking about um, how, you know, our attractions can subtract from our life. And what really hit me is the fact that he said the things that you're attracted to can really cause you to be distracted from your purpose and distracted from what God has called you to do. Whether it's, you know, writing a book. Or, you know, doing that podcast or, you know, like anything that God has called you to do in order to walk in your purpose, whatever you're attracted to, that's not a good thing. That's not of God. It's going to subtract from that. And that hit me because I was like, wow, like, you know, God has called me not only to do this podcast, but some other things as well that I won't get into that he's also called me to do. And it's like, I really, I, I allowed my attraction to just 
being in a in a in a sit like I don't know my attraction to just I guess not caring my attraction to just giving up because I just really got to a point where I was just so like so tired not even just physically but just so tired in my mind, so tired with, with my emotions and just my, I was so spiritually drained that I was just, I was attracted to just not doing anything about it. Like just, just giving up, just being like, you know what? I don't even care anymore. You know, I'm just, I'm just tired. I, I don't even want to try anymore. I don't, I don't even want to try. And it's crazy because I heard that sermon last Sunday, but Saturday, when I was laying in my bed, like Saturday, I had been thinking, I had been thinking like really like all day. It just came, it just kept coming to me like, you need to get back in your word. You need to get back spending time with God. Like, like you need to get back where you have to be. Like you, you need to get back to that because you're allowing these things to distract you and you have a purpose. You're, and as of right now, you're not walking in your purpose in the way that you should be because you're allowing your circumstances to dictate your emotions and then you're allowing your emotions to dictate if you're going to spend time with God or not and no matter how you feel God gets the glory every single time no matter what you're thinking no matter what's happening around you God gets the glory every time not because he's earned it or we deem him worthy to get it, but because he's God, he's the only one that gets all the glory, the honor, and the praise. And that that just kept coming to me, you know, that we have that choice. And I spoke about that in one of my other podcasts about how we we have a choice. And it's like that's that's how y'all know I'm being humble, open, and transparent because it's like I just I spoke about that and I just a few weeks ago and I encouraged all the people that were listening to my podcast like you know you have a choice and not only like what I'm talking to them but I'm talking to myself too every single time I do these podcasts please don't think that I'm just talking to y'all like I'm I'm talking to myself too and it's not even me the Holy Spirit like the the same way the Holy Spirit is convicting you and He's teaching you and He's helping you the same way that He's doing it for me every single time. And I thought back to that, and I was just like, you know, I encourage other people, and I even encourage myself, like, what are you going to choose? And so I was like, okay, God. I said, okay, I'm I'm going to choose you. And I read devotionals. Each of the devotionals I read, they all related to what I needed to hear. They Every, every last one of them. And, and that's how I... That's why no one can tell me that God is, you know, just kind of like, oh, what a coincidence. Like, when it comes to God, like I always say, there are no coincidences. God is too intentional. So it was no coincidence that as I was thinking all of these things that, you know, in the devotionals that I read that next day, that Sunday, they all coincided with what I was thinking, with what the Holy Spirit was convicting me, me with. And then the sermon I heard from Pastor Todd convicted me even more. And so that night, I was like, all right, God, like, here's what I'm going to do. I spoke to God about what I was going to do. And I started doing it that night. And since Sunday, I have been doing it consistently. And I've definitely, I've, I feel so much better 
in my mind and within my heart and my spirit has been uplifted especially because even if if your if your mind is distracted and if your heart is just burdened down if your spirit is uplifted you have it, it's a higher chance that your mind and your heart will become renewed and uplifted as well because your spirit your spirit is is so strong and when you're rooted in God the holy spirit like helps to guide you the holy spirit is your friend and so when your spirit has is up, encouraged and uplifted then at that point you can uplift your thoughts to God you can think positive thoughts you can choose to think of God you can choose to, to be encouraged within your heart and and let only God sit on the throne of your heart and be encouraged by that and trust me I I know it's not always easy because I just spoke about how I went through you know like that time period where my thoughts were just negative my thoughts were just they were not of God they I only briefly thought um you know of, of godly things when I would read my devotionals briefly or you know when I might crack open my Bible maybe once or twice that week and you know briefly skim over and read and of course the Holy Spirit kept on like bringing you know to my remembrance scriptures and and he was talking to me and I heard him and I just I just chose to still be attracted to giving up and I just want to encourage anybody who's feeling like that right now, like, especially in a time like we're in right now with this pandemic happening. There are a lot of different areas of everybody's lives that are being affected, whether it's, you know, physically with your own health or the health of your family or friends, whether it's financially, you know, with your job. If you even still have one or if you have a job and hours are cut back emotionally, if you were like me and, and you live alone and you're far from family and you know you you might struggle with depression or loneliness or things like that or anxiety whatever area it is everybody's struggling in something in this pandemic like in in some area and so I, I just want to encourage you to be um to be steadfast in placing your hope in the lord and to not place your hope in external things like to not place your hope in your job or your finances or you know in the things that you're capable of doing but to place your hope in God alone and to just really fight like just just fight to stay encouraged and to just continue to look to God because even when I was feeling all these negative thoughts you know like when the thoughts of God would come to me I'd be like yeah like that's true like you know, I, every single day it came to my mind, like you need to be spending time with God. Like I knew that's what I needed to do. I just didn't make the choice to do it. I knew in my mind that that, like that is what was going to help me to feel better. But it's kind of like, I I was like, yeah, that can, that can help me like, like to feel better. But I was on a, on a very much so, I don't want to say woe is me as if I was trying to, you know, just stay in a place where I felt bad for myself. But I was in a place where I was just like, I'm just tired. Like, I'm just tired. Like, 
I don't even know if I can keep on going anymore. Like, I try so hard, and it's just, like, things aren't changing, God. And it's, like, and I was just, like, I don't even want to, like, talk. I don't even wanna, I don't even want to pray about the things that I need or the things that, you know, I was praying about before. Because it's, like, what's the point of praying? Like, nothing has changed. Like, that's that's what I was thinking. And it's just, like, and, and I, I know, I know that, that that's not true. I know that that's not the right way to go about things. But, again, I'm human. And so I want to encourage you, human, that if you ever feel like that or or even if you ever feel frustrated or angry with God, if you ever just feel like, you know, like, like, like you just want to scream at him because you're just so overwhelmed with your emotions, like you should do that. Don't ever try to withhold how you're feeling or what you're thinking, whether it's about God or whether it's to God or, you know, like whatever it is. God wants you to, to take literally everything to him. The good, the bad, and the ugly. And it's kind of like you can't hide anything from God anyway. It's like God knows all of our thoughts. God knows all of our emotions. God knows all of like everything that we're going to feel, everything that we're going to even speak, think, or do. He knows before we even do it. God is already in tomorrow. So God already knows how you're going to feel tomorrow. God already knows what you're going to go through tomorrow. So it's like, why would you want to withhold anything from him? Him of all people. And even if you don't verbally like say like, oh, how you feel to God, God is, is already reading your mind. So you might as well just say it. Like, like you might as well just verbally say it because that can help. And so I'm just going to share a couple of things that I have done in the past when I've gotten off track and you know the same things I'm currently doing right now that have helped me and that are currently helping me to get back on track with God and it's really amazing how with me just being consistent with my um with being intentional with my time with God you know in prayer devotion and in reading his word how fast I'm back on track like I started doing this on Sunday and it's Wednesday and I'm already back in a mindset, in the in in the headspace that's focused on God, like I'm already back in a place where I feel spiritually renewed. I, I I'm starting to feel stronger in my spirit, stronger in my mind. Like God is so awesome, and it's just it's just like sometimes we think that it'll take longer for us to, you know, get back on track or for us to get back in a place mentally, emotionally, and spiritually where we're um. In a good space, you know, where we're uplifted, where, where we're encouraged, where we have that peace and that joy. We feel like it's going to take longer, especially if we're like, oh, the longer that we, we've been off track, the longer it'll take for us to get back on track. So if you've been off track for like two months, it's kind of like I've, I've been off track for like maybe like a month and a half. It's like you feel as if like, oh, well, when I get back on track, it'll take me even longer to get back into that peace or that joy of God. And the thing is like, Time is a man-made construct. God doesn't do things on our timing. So even if you was off track for six months, you can choose right now today to get back in your word, to get back to praying and spending time with God. And just that quickly, his peace, which surpasses all understanding, can and will come over you. And just that quickly, you'll feel better in your mind better in your heart and better in your spirit that's how amazing God is 
So please don't let the enemy, if this is if this applies to you, like you feel like you've been off track for too long and that, you know, there's no way possible for you to get back to God or there's no way possible for you to get back in good standing or, or, or to get back, you know, to have that peace and that joy that you had before. That's the enemy trying to keep you where you are. The enemy wants to keep God's children off track. He wants us to keep our mind and our focus on everything but God. Because if our focus is, isn't on God, we're not going to be fully walking in our purpose in the way that God has called us to. You can't fully walk in your purpose if God is not your focus. And so just be encouraged to just get back on track. I don't care if you've been off track for three years. Start today. Start today because you, you only have today. You don't know what tomorrow brings. And, I mean, it's, it sounds like, you know, kind of like, dang, Brianna, that sounds a little, you know, a little depressing, but it's true. You you just don't know. Every day, like, that you wake up it is a blessing from God because there are people that don't wake up every day. The people that go to sleep one night, that next morning they're gone. So it's like, don't put off for tomorrow what you can do today. So the first thing that I've been doing is choosing God over everything. Over my thoughts, over my feelings, over my circumstances. Like, I'm being more intentional with what gets my time. Even if I don't feel like reading my Bible, because let's be honest, we don't always feel like reading our Bible or feel like praying or feel like, you know, spending the time with God. But I'm not letting my feelings or my thoughts or the things around me to dictate what I choose to do with my time. Whether I'm in, whether I'm on the mountaintop or whether I'm in the valley, I'm choosing to give God my time. I'm choosing to give God my devotion, my dedication, my focus. Like I'm choosing God. And so you have to just ask yourself, who is getting most of your time? Is God getting most of your time or other things and people? Are you like me where you choose to focus on TV shows and movies whenever you're going through difficulties? You choose to focus on those things for hours and hours and hours because if you're not, as long as you're focusing on those things, you don't have to focus on what's actually happening around you because that's that's why I did it. Are you like me? Or are you focusing on things like your job. Are you too focused on your job to where you're neglecting your relationship with other people, with your friends, with your family, if you're in a relationship? Or are you so focused on whoever you're dating or, or married to that you're not giving God any time? You're just, it's all about them and, you know, you just focus on them 24-7. Are you worshiping them or are you worshiping God? That's a question that only you can answer. But I'm hoping that after you answer, and after the Holy Spirit reveals whatever truth it is that you need, that you decide in that moment to be more intentional with what gets the majority of your time. And I'm not saying to not spend time with your loved ones or, you know, to, to devote time to your girlfriend or boyfriend, husband or wife, to your job. You can do all of those things. But are you doing it in, in a healthy way? And, and are you doing it in a way that honors God 
you know, God gives us these amazing blessings, you know, like of of the career or the job that we have that, that brings us happiness or, you know, um, our husband, our wife, our girlfriend, our boyfriend that also, you know, helps to add on to our happiness, family, hobbies, the, God gives us all of these things because he's such a good, good father, but God doesn't give us these things to put them above him or to put them on a pedestal. Nothing should ever go above God or above spending time with God. In the same way I'm saying that to you, I'm saying it to myself too. So don't get it twisted. We're we're both getting the same message together. Um secondly, just talk to him. Like I said earlier, like prayer is a conversation. You don't have to, you know, be on your knees and, you know, have your palms together and, you know, you don't have to be in a certain type of posture to pray to God. And I learned that a few years ago, and I'm glad that I did because the church that I went to did not teach me what prayer really was. They made it seem like prayer was something that was, you know, so holy that, you know, you could only pray about certain things and you could only pray in a certain kind of way and blah, 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 blah. And it was like, it was very religious in the fact that they made it seem like it had to have a certain kind of structure to it or you had to do it a certain kind of way in order for God to hear you. And that's not true. You can pray to God wherever you are. I don't care if you're in the shower, driving to work. I don't care if you're laying in bed. I don't care. Like, you can even pray to God as you're talking to another human being. I've done that plenty of times. Plenty. Especially a human being that's really trying my salvation. And I'm like, God, I really need you to step in right now because, you know, the flesh in me wants to say something that Jesus would not approve of. But the spirit in me is trying to stay strong, Lord, trying to stay strong and not use vulgar language because that is not pleasing to you, God. Pray wherever, like pray, just, just pray. And and if your mouth gets tired of praying, well, guess what? Think it, think and talk to God because, because he hears you. You can never talk to God too much. Like, God wants you to come to him about everything. Like, 1 Peter 5, 7 tells us to give all your worries and cares to God, for he cares about you. You think that he would tell you to give him all of your worries and cares if he didn't care about you? No. No. Would you sit and listen to your coworker go on and on and on and on about their you know, stressful lives and their stressful children and how their wife is just the absolute worst and blah, blah, blah. blah. Would you sit there and listen to that if you didn't care for this person? Like, if you were just like, Steve, get on my last nerve. And every time I come in this break room, Steve is in this break room. And every time I try to sit here and just drink my coffee and peace, Steve got something to complain about. He got something to say and I'm not trying to hear it. No, I, you don't want to just sit there and just hear a person that you don't care about go on and on and on about their problems because it's going in one ear and out the other. Which I mean, of course, as Christians, we really, we have to do better in that, you know, because... Yeah, even even if we don't like people, like God calls us to love people. And so 
<sighs> mental note for myself as well. But yeah, God tells us to do that because he really does want us to. Like, it's, I, I promise you, like, he really does. And after I started to come to God about everything, like, God, I'm frustrated with you right now. Or, or I would even be like, God, I'm angry with you right now. And I'm going to tell you why. And after, after I started to do that, I felt even closer to God. Like, I felt like, I was like, man, God, you're just the coolest. Like, you're just, you're out of this world, man. You're awesome. Um, thirdly, spend quiet time in prayer. Like I was just saying, pray to him all the time, talk to him all the time. But it's also important to, like, spend time in prayer, like, in a quiet meditation. Like, you know, to just meditate like, on his word. One thing I really like to do is um, through the Bible app, they have different devotionals um, for those of you that don't know. And some of the devotionals come from the Abide app. And it's another one as well. I can't think of what it is. But these devotionals, they're audio. So you can sit there or you can lay there and you can listen to them. And they're audio meditations that talk about the word of God. Um, or if you don't have the Bible app, I suggest you download the Abide, A-B-I-D-E app. That one's really great as well. Like they have just different audio meditations for you to listen to. Um, they have, I think, I believe that they have it from every book in the Bible. And they also have it from like for any feeling that you're currently feeling, whether it's depression, whether it's, you know, sadness, whether it's anxiety, fear, anger, whatever. They have like a plethora just a whole lot of different you know devotional excuse me meditations for you to listen to and those really helped me like I really enjoyed doing those um I have to get back into doing that actually because I haven't been doing it over these past few months because I forgot about it to be honest you used to send me notifications and now it just I don't know why but it stopped and my notifications turned on that's a personal problem y'all you know I'm just I was talking to y'all about everything sorry but yeah, I'm I'm sorry. That was a personal problem. Anyways, the point is that you can go in there and you can just meditate. And um, I think like the ones like that are free are the ones that are like maybe like I think between three to five minutes. But the longer ones, you have to um, actually like pay for it. But I don't think that it's a lot of money. I think it, it might be like maybe like twenty something dollars like for the entire year. So if you break that up into 12 months, it's like $2 a month, which is really cheap. But don't quote me on that. I don't really know the price. The point is, I'm getting off track too much. Sorry, y'all. If you're still here, just know that God loves you and I especially love you. But the point is that you can go and listen to that and it can really help to calm you down. I will listen to those every morning. Or almost every morning on my way to work when I was working at a school that was really just mm, at a school that just really needed God more than ever. And so I would play them quite often and that helps as well. Or you can go even if you don't want to pay for anything, that's fine. You can go onto YouTube and you can type in um, prayer meditations. And they'll have someone that are like at least an hour where they just um, talk about different verses and scriptures 
and you know they actually read out the scriptures as well to you so when you do that it not only calms you down like it not only like really calms your mind your heart your spirit but it focuses you as well onto god so you don't even realize but as you're laying there as you're sitting there or driving or doing whatever it is you're doing as it's constantly saying speaking the word of god verbally to you it's getting into your spirit and as when it gets into your spirit the holy spirit is so amazing that whenever you need that scripture or that verse it'll come to your mind like it's crazy because even if you don't even remember reading that scripture like in a moment where you really need it the holy spirit will bring that scripture to your remembrance and you'll be able to like quote that scripture or paraphrase it and explain it in that moment when you need it that's how that's how amazing god is that's why it's like even if you're reading god's word and if you're just kind of like god this is a little bit like confusing or i don't even know like what's going on keep on reading like continue to read because and continue to like really um intentionally read like don't just skim over or don't just read just to do it but like really try to take in what you're reading to the best of your ability because it's getting in there like you're you're absorbing it i promise you you are and when you really need it the holy spirit will bring it up and you'll be like oh my gosh like i really just quoted like isaiah 41 28 through 31 that's so crazy like or i really just quoted you know daniel 1 and 2 like that's that's so crazy like and it is so crazy but like so crazy in a cool kind of way i'm sorry i just really thought about um when i said that i don't know if y'all saw the um tiger king documentary but i thought about carol baskin and she was like hey all you cool cats and kittens listen if you didn't watch it you don't get that reference if you did watch it you get the reference and you probably laughed so you're welcome um so yeah Back to what I was saying, just share how you feel with God and just make sure that um, that you really spend time with God. Like that's like the number one thing is spending time with God. And when you spend time with God, even if you're not reading devotionals, you should be praying and reading his word. Like it's not a requirement for you to read devotionals or do like audio, like meditations. I just know that that has helped me a lot. And I want to share that with you guys and hope that it will help you too. But the number one thing you need to do is spend time with him in prayer and in reading his word. That's like, it's so crucial. And I, of course, know firsthand because it's been, this is, I don't, I, I'm not even going to get into it. But anyways, this past, like, you know, time, like when I've gotten off track, I can feel it in my spirit that I was just empty, like, well, not completely empty, because I, I could still bring up, you know, God's word and things like that, but it was, it was real close to E, like, my, like, my spiritual fuel was real, real low, like, I could, I could really feel it, and I could feel it as well, and I could see it, um, in my mind, like, with my thoughts, and with the things that I would say, and in my actions, because I was more irritable, um, I was less patient, I was even less patient than I already am. I'm working on that. Um, you know, I could see it like in the way that I was I was acting towards people and 
I even knew. I was like, girl, this is not how you usually be acting. Or, you know, girl, like, you know, God has worked on that with you and you've done so much better. Like, why are you going back to acting like that or, like, reacting like that? I knew that I was struggling and that, you know, I was I was off track because of the way I, I was living my life. And I knew it, it was because I wasn't spending time with God. I wasn't spending time in his word. And the more that we allow our feelings to dictate if we spend time with God, just, just because, like, you know, we're going through things or whatever the case may be, I'm not negating how you feel or what you're going through. But you can't let that dictate if you spend time with God and you can't let that be your focus because when that happens it becomes so much easier for Satan to come in and just add insult to injury like when you're already down trust and believe he's planning to kick you and he's not going to kick you one time he's going to continue to kick you over and over again because you're down and he wants you to stay down he doesn't want you to get back up and you know, get back walking in your purpose. That's what happens. And so it's like when you're in this mindset or when you're feeling like this, like you really have to fight to get back on track. Even if it, even if you only read one chapter out of your Bible a day, and even if you only pray for one minute, start somewhere, but just make sure that you do it every single day because every day that that goes by that we're not spending time in God's word the enemy is over there in his little dark corner like the little weirdo he is because he's such a loser and he's laughing about it and, and he's happy that we're not spending time with God that we're not walking boldly in our purpose in what God has called us to do and I don't want that for myself and I don't want that for for y'all either okay because First Peter 5, 8, and 9 says, Stay alert. Watch out for your great enemy, the devil. He prowls around like a roaring lion looking for someone to devour. Stand firm against him and be strong in your faith. Remember that your family, excuse me, your family of believers all over the world is going through the same kind of suffering you are. So the enemy is always looking, the enemy is always prowling. But it's much easier for him to attack if we're down and if we're by ourselves as well. If we're down and if we don't tell like other people, if we don't come to other people. And that's also important as well. You have to share how you feel with someone. It doesn't have to be everybody or multiple people. It can be one person, your best friend, your boyfriend or your girlfriend, your mother, your father, your mentor, a coworker. Share how you feel with somebody else, especially if they are a fellow believer, because they'll be able to encourage you in the Lord. And you'll be surprised. You might connect with them in a way that you like never thought, like, you might be thinking or feeling like, I know for a fact that this person isn't going through this or they've never gone through this before. And then you share it with them and they're like, oh my gosh, I'm going to do the same thing right now. Or I just was going through this. And they can give you some advice and some encouragement. Like, don't stay quiet about how you feel. Share it with a person that you trust and that you care about. Like I said, especially somebody who is also a believer in Christ because they'll encourage you in his word and they'll give you godly 
wisdom, godly advice as to what you should do or how you should go about um how you should go about changing things. So don't stay quiet and feel like you're the only one that's suffering or you're the only one that's going through this or or that you're weird or that, you know, like, oh, I'm not Christian enough because I, I got off track or, oh, like, I'm just whatever negative thoughts that, you know, the enemy tries to plant in your mind, like tell him to shut up because it's a lie and all he does is lie anyway. So bump him. But you got to stand strong, like it's like I said, stand firm against him and be strong in your faith. You can't stand strong if you're lying down, if you've given up, if you're just kind of like, oh, it just is what it is. Like, you know, I, I, I just give up. I just can't keep going anymore. You can't stand strong in your faith. And faith is not easy. But that's why it's faith. We can't see it and, and we can only hope for it. But it's like, if you could see all that God had in store for you, if, if you could see it before it even happened, if you saw your whole life planned out, what would be the point of having faith in God? If you already saw your life mapped out from beginning to, to end, if you already knew how you were going to get the job, when you were going to get the job, when you were going to be elevated to a, a greater position, who you were going to marry and when, if you knew every single detail of your life, what would be the purpose of having faith? Faith, the substance of things hoped for, evidence of things unseen. We can't see God, but we have faith in him. We can't see what he's doing in the spiritual realm, but we have faith in him. And so we have to stand strong so that God can elevate our faith and continue to elevate our faith from glory to glory. Because for every season you go to, you're going to need a whole new level of faith. And I'm realizing that. That the faith that God gave me in that last season of waiting, that faith made me so much stronger. It was strong. My faith grew tremendously. But in the season that I'm in right now, even though I'm standing on such a strong faith that I, I developed over my season of waiting on God and, and waiting patiently with God, this next season that I'm about to go into, I need a whole other level of faith. And that's what God is doing right now in my life. And I don't want to miss this lesson. I don't want to miss growing in this season. And I don't want to miss growing my faith because my emotions got the best of me. And I allow my emotions and my circumstances to dictate what I see. Don't let your emotions, don't let your circumstances, don't let your situation, your trials, Whatever it is, don't let that dictate. Choosing God above all else and staying strong in your faith in him above all else. Like I said, it's not easy. But when you lean on God and when you trust in God and you go to God with everything, trust and believe me when I say that God is going to Continue to sustain you. Continue to keep you. Continue to be there for you. Even when you feel like he's so far. Feelings are so fickle. <clears throat> they change every single day. 
every day. And that's exactly why we can't allow that to dictate what choices we make in life. Because today, you might be feeling anxious and afraid. And then tomorrow, you might be feeling on cloud nine. You might be feeling over the moon, ecstatic and energetic. But if we let our feelings dictate, if we did something or didn't do something, if we walked in our purpose or didn't walk in it, we would never be walking in it. Or we'd be half doing it. And I don't know about you, but I'm not trying to half walk in my purpose. I'm not trying to half do what God has called me to do. I'm trying to leave this earth with my purpose fulfilled. The void that was on this earth that God called me, created me to fill. I'm speaking it now that that void is going to be filled before I leave this earth. My purpose is going to be 100% fulfilled I want to do everything that God has called me to do. Speak that over yourself too. I don't care if if nobody else agrees with you. I don't care if anybody else tries to discourage you. What does God say about you? What does God's word say he's going to do for you? What does his word say he thinks of you? That's the only thing that actually matters. So please, if you don't take anything else from this, take this, that you need to focus on God and only on God. And everything else that you need, he will provide for you. It's easier said than done, I know. But think back on all the times that God has provided for you or that God has shown up and it's been a miracle. Think about those times and reflect on those. Keep that at the forefront of your mind whenever thoughts of doubt start to creep in. Because God loves you and he only wants the best for you. And he only wants the best for me. And I genuinely believe that despite how I was feeling, I genuinely believe that. And I know that with all my my heart, my mind, and my soul. And I pray that you know it. And if you don't know it, Pray that you will begin to know it and believe it for yourself. So if you made it this far, you're OG, triple OG, and I love you. Even if you didn't make it this far, obviously you're not going to hear this, but I still love you too, and I I really appreciate it, and I really hope that what I said helped you, because I know your girl be going all over the place, I know, but I have a lot of thoughts in my head, and when a thought comes to me, I got to say it because that's the Holy Spirit. You know, like that, I I, I be telling y'all, like, I pray before this for a reason, so that the Holy Spirit can use me. So, yeah, but also, I can't even just say that because it's just, like, this is my personality. Like, I get off track quite often in conversations, but even when I get off track, your girl always gets back to the point, all right? Even if I zigzag all around loop-de-loop and pull, I get back to the point. And that's what really matters. So don't worry about everything else. Anywho, um, that's all that I have for you guys for today. If you have any prayer requests, um, questions, or topic suggestions, or if you just want to say hey, if you just want to chat it up with me, 
please email me at Brianna G95 at gmail.com. That is B-R-I-A-N-A-G-95 at gmail.com. Again, that's B-R-I-A-N-A-G-95 at gmail.com. I feel like I'm doing a commercial. But yeah, email me, and I promise you I'm going to email you back. Um, Because I would love to talk to y'all. I see that, you know, a few people be tuned in, you know. And I greatly appreciate y'all, and I would just love to just know who you are. Um... So yeah, now I'm going to pray at the end like I always do. And like I always do as well, if you are not saved, that's okay. Because you have an opportunity right now to accept Jesus Christ as your Lord and Savior. And please understand that this is going to be the greatest decision you've ever made in your entire life. And that when you become saved, that the heavens rejoice. That angels are singing and rejoicing because you are saved so with that being said after i give my usual prayer then i'm going to give the prayer for those of you who would like to become saved and all you have to do is just repeat after me in that prayer and just you have to believe it with your heart and after you say amen you're officially saved so let's get into our prayer posture whatever your prayer posture is you know what to do Let's get it. Dear Heavenly Father, thank you for this evening. Thank you for this time spent with you, God. Thank you for using me to share the message of your word and to share my testimony with other people, God. And I just pray that what I shared ministered to every last person that's listening, that it touched their hearts, that it helped them to realize something that they needed to realize or that they learned something new. Whatever it may be, Father God, I just really hope and pray that it helped them in the way that they needed it. And I just pray that I can continue to help all the people that you have called me to help as well, Lord. And for those that are not saved, God, I pray that they feel it in their heart to say this next prayer, Father God, to accept you within their heart and make the best decision of their life. So if you would like to become saved, just say this prayer with me. God, thank you for sending your son as a sacrifice for my sins. I believe he lived, died, and rose again just for me. I believe within my heart that he loves me. Please change, transform, and renew me. I accept you now. Amen. And if you just prayed that prayer for the first time, and if you meant it, congratulations. It's a round of applause. It's just me, so it's not that, you know, amazing. But the angels, I promise you, they're up in heaven, and it's lit. Like, they're they're up there just rejoicing right now for you. God is so happy. I'm so happy for you. Um, If if you want to email me or ask me any questions or whatever, I, I don't know. If you want to, you know that you can. And please do so. I'm more than happy to help in any way that I can with you. But congratulations. And I pray that you keep coming back to my Poetically Saved journey. You know, I mean, I say journey, but it's podcast. Anyways, hope that you continue to come back to my Poetically Saved journey so that I can continue to just help you in whatever way I can. So, y'all, the song of the week is... Most Beautiful 
slash so in love by Maverick City Music. So again, the song of the week, I do this every single podcast, is Most Beautiful slash So in Love by Maverick City Music. If you have not heard of them, you must be living under a rock. I'm just kidding. But you need to go on to YouTube if you don't have Apple Music or, you know, if if you don't want to pay for whatever music subscription. It's fine because they got all their music on YouTube for the free ski. So go on to YouTube and just type in Maverick City Music. It's M-A-V-E-R-I-C-K City Music. Listen to the music, okay? It's going to minister to your spirit and to your heart in a way that you just, I don't have any words. And that song I've been playing on repeat. I'm sure that Siri is tired of hearing it, but I don't really care because it's amazing. And so you guys should go check out that song and all their other songs as well because it's really a blessing. So yeah, that's all I have for you guys this week. And please remember that growth is still growth even if you only take baby steps. God bless you guys. I love you guys. Have a great rest of your day or night.